Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Perplexity, a mystery podcast. As always, I am your host, Kadra, and I have a very special guest today. You want to introduce yourself? I am Kadra's sister, Carlisa. Yes. So, first guest, welcome. Super excited. (laughs) I thought it'd be really fun to do this story with you, which you know what we're doing, but you didn't look into it, right? No, I promise I haven't cheated. Perfect. (laughs) I was like, don't research, don't research this because I want you to be surprised. So, oh, I'm really excited. We've got a great story for you guys today. Um, But first, I haven't talked to you in so long. So (laughs) everything's been so crazy. You got your lashes done. Got my lashes done. They're, they're popping. You you guys see, this is why you guys need to watch the YouTube video. (laughs) <laughs> so you can see yes. Carlisa's amazing lashes, and you can see this lovely backdrop yes. behind us. We're at my parents' house, so that's why it looks different. Not in the <laughs> podcast closet today. No, no, we're in a uh, a Marvel universe right now. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> the ambiance of yes. the podcast. The Venezuela. <laughs> yes, it's really uh, popping today. Yeah, I, I feel very special. We even got studio lights because mm-hmm. my, my dad went all out. I wasn't expecting this whole setup when we came in. We had bottled water, mm-hmm. cough drops. There's extra bottled water back here, some studio lights. So it's it's pretty nice. I didn't expect any less from our father. <laughs> you're, you know what? You're, you're right. I don't honestly. know what I was expecting. <laughs> I didn't expect any less. But yeah, made it as easy as possible. So, well, what's new with you? What have you been doing? Oh man, just mom life. Yeah. Mom things <laughs> up throughout the night, getting the, the milk, all the fun things, <laughs> the, the clothes, the diaper changes, adjusting to all that. Yeah. Um, in the process of setting up my teaching job for next school year. So that's in the works right now. I'm not going to say too much because it's not official official, but something set up. You're hearing it here first, guys. Yes, yes. (laughs) Because I didn't even know this. This is exciting. Yes, this just happened yesterday, so very new. Oh, awesome. mm -hmm. Well, I'm sure it'll work out. Carlisa is an amazing teacher. All right. Well, you don't have to say anything, but can I ask if it's going to be special ed again or if it's going to be gen ed? It's going to be gen ed. Cool. Mm -hmm. That's so exciting. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, Carlisa's got a son now, my nephew, and he turns one in June. crazy. (laughs) I can't believe it. Oh my gosh. He's so cute. Almost 10 months old. He's doing all the things for sure. Yeah, he's got a whole personality now. Mm -hmm. He really does. He is... (laughs) crazy loud I mean he seems like he's gonna be a lot like me <laughs> yeah so, versus we'll Nick see. yeah Nick's more reserved Just reserved quiet but what's Nick up to these days he's uh he's been working a lot like usual he's starting um to fish and hunt more oh, doing okay. some of the things that he really likes to do he's gonna start making his own bait apparently Ooh. um yeah he's he's just started researching that you can you can do that you can like get the molds for it all that, that you oh. need to mix it and literally yeah make your your own bait like the that's... like the worms like kind of the squishy uh-huh. like the ones that papa used to have yeah. in the garage yeah i used to grab those and like play with them oh I'd be yeah like... we all would i mean they were like <laughs> toys to us but yeah. yeah you can like custom make them with the colors and all that i mean because different colors of appeal to different types of fish and all that. Sure. So. I'd be throwing a little glitter in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, some of them are sparkly. I mean, what we is, know that. What's the, um, you know, like when you paint your nails and then 
the colors kind of change. Oh, yeah. What is that called? Um, is cat eye? Yeah, kind of yeah. like cat. I mean, there's other terms, but cat eye works. Like, I would want it to be, like, cat eye. Like, as extra as possible. Yeah, definitely. So every fish is like... <laughs> What's that? What is that? <laughs> but yeah, that's the newest thing that he's been uh, working on. Cool. I mean, yeah, he's I, really excited I'm, about it. I support him. Everybody needs a <laughs> hobby. So <laughs> Yeah, 100%. He's super excited about it. So I'm right there with him. I guess we'll get into, like, the housekeeping things, as always. Before we get into the story, guys... If you haven't checked out the YouTube channel yet, which if you're watching this right now, you obviously have, but check out the YouTube channel. Subscribe so that you can get the latest updates on when a new episode has come out. If you've been listening to the podcast and you haven't left a five-star review yet, please do that because it's the only way that the podcast gets access to other people. It boosts it up the algorithms. That's really the only way that the podcast can get exposure. And I can keep bringing you guys content and better content when that happens. So follow the podcast, send me stories. I got a really cool request that I'm not going to give away yet, but you can, you know, email your stories to me, perplexity mystery podcast at Gmail, or you can DM me on Instagram. Uh, I have a TikTok now too. So (laughs) perplexity mystery podcast for all those socials. So I have some new listeners in Spain and India, which is so cool. I get so excited every time a new country pops up so yes perplexity's got listeners in 15 countries now which just blows my mind so thank you guys so much that's all thanks to you and yes hello to spain and india hello uh if you missed last week's episode you missed a mind-breaking one carlisa have you listened to it yet um you're putting me on the calling you out it it just it just (laughs) came out so we're recording on saturday which means this would have just come out Thursday, essentially, so like two or three days ago, so you're fine. Yeah. Uh, But (laughs) it'll come, this will come out in a couple of days. So the Montauk Monster is what I covered last, and we talked all about Plum Island and the Animal Disease Center, really sketchy stuff, so definitely check that out if you missed it. I saw the pictures that you posted, though, and they were really creepy. Yeah, they're very upsetting. I saw the pictures. (laughs) That much I have done. Yeah. (laughs) If you have not seen the pictures yet... You can see those on the Instagram, and um, you'll wish you hadn't, but it's also one of those things where it's like a train wreck or a car crash. You yeah. can't you can't look away. So, yeah, definitely check those out. Trigger warning, as always. This podcast is not for kids. If you're a kid, what are you doing? Bye. Go go play for- <laughs> Fortnite. What are the kids doing these days? God, <laughs> you sound so old. What are the kids doing these days? You know, I, I was thinking about that the other day. I... I think about this often because I'm about to turn 30. So I'm just like, I'm having a little bit of an existential crisis. When I turned 29, I was like, shit, I'm getting old. So yeah, I I think about that though. I'm like, what are the kids doing these days? Like TJ talks about going out and I'm like, what bars do kids even go to now what I don't know. bars do kids go to <laughs> well, when i, Ma'am, when I say, um, kids are not allowed in bars <laughs> when i say kids i mean like the young 20s oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay gotcha like the the fresh 21 year olds yeah. yeah which i there's there's a wide spectrum of what i classify as kids i guess but if you're 21 you can listen to this podcast obviously yeah. but i would say if you're like below the age of 15 16 
go, go do something else. (laughs) So yeah, there's your trigger warning. Listener discretion is advised, especially if you're below the age of 13. And like I said, Carlisa knows what we're talking about today. I do. Uh, We're going to be talking about Bloody Mary. And I thought it would be so fun to have you on here because... What did we do when we were kids, Carlisa? Um, it's something that we were not supposed to be doing, that's for sure. I mean, we didn't we didn't do it that much. No, no. Um, I just, I vividly remember doing it with our cousins, Bria <laughs> and Scott, when they oh. lived with us. Oh, see, I don't remember that. Maybe you weren't a part of that one. That one wasn't my <laughs> idea. It was, it was our cousin's idea. Well, we used to that. play, we used to play Bloody Mary. Um, I specifically remember playing it in Missouri. when we stayed at Mimi and Papa's timeshare. Yes. Because they had that bathroom that had the crazy mirror. Yeah, Yeah, so there was this mirror where, like, if you looked at it a certain way, you would see, like, a thousand of you. Mm -hmm. And it would just go back and back and back. So it was kind of trippy, and uh, it could get really dark in there. (laughs) So we played that with my cousins on my mom's side of the family. And I remember we put somebody in a closet. It was probably Hunter. I mean... Well, they were screaming and very upset, whoever it was. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like that would be more like Caitlin or Brianna. Yeah, possibly. But, yeah. But I don't even know if any of them listen to this podcast, but hi, guys, if you <laughs> hey. do. Hello. Hey, What's Sam. up? <laughs> Haven't talked in a hot minute. Um, yeah. So that's why I wanted to talk to you about it, because I thought it'd be fun since we used to play it as kids. Yeah. And now we'll know where it came from. Yeah, I'm excited. I yeah. Have, I don't know... Any part of the origin story of Bloody Mary, so. We gonna find out. We gonna find out. (laughs) Oh, and shout out to my boyfriend, TJ, because he recommended that I cover Bloody Mary. So, and he listens to this podcast. Like, he's really trying to support, even though he does not like stuff like this. Really? Yeah, he's really been trying, so. Shout out, TJ. Shout out, TJ. So supportive. (laughs) We love a supportive man. We love it. Okay, so most of you are probably familiar with, like, what Bloody Mary is, the game and the urban legend, but just in case, because I know some people listen from other countries, the urban legend essentially goes that if you go into a dark room and you say the name Bloody Mary in the mirror three times, her horrifying spirit will be summoned and her reflection will replace yours in the mirror. And if you want to learn how to play Bloody Mary, you can learn how on WikiHow. Okay, WikiHow has everything. Step-by-step instructions. Everything, man. So, yeah, according to WikiHow, if you say her name three times and that doesn't work, you can also spin around three times, and apparently that helps summon her. So, Hmm. yeah, the creepy number three. Bloody Mary is said to look like an old and horrifying witch, so some people think she could have been a witch, which we'll talk about theories and stuff later. I found an excerpt from a magazine from Pennsylvania called Spooky Pennsylvania. It's by S.E. Schlosser, and it talks about Bloody Mary, so I thought it'd be good to start off just reading a story. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. All right. She lived in the deep forest in a tiny cottage and sold herbal remedies for a living. Folks living in the town nearby called her Bloody Mary and said she was a witch. None dared cross the old crone for fear that their cows would go dry, their food stores rot away before winter, their children take sick of fever or any number of terrible things that an angry witch could do to her neighbors. Then the little girls in the village began to disappear one by one. No one could find out where they had gone. 
grief-stricken families searched the woods, the local buildings, and all the houses and barns, but there was no sign of the missing girls. A few brave souls even went to Bloody Mary's home in the woods to see if the witch had taken the girls, but she denied any knowledge of the disappearances. And there's actually a theory that we'll get into later that sounds very familiar to this. So oh, just remember this for later. Oh, no. Yeah, it's not, it's <laughs> not good, guys. Oh, no. Uh, still, it was noted that her haggard appearance had changed. She looked younger, more attractive. The neighbors were suspicious, but they could find no proof that the witch had taken their young ones. Oh, I see what's going on. Yeah, here. which this kind of reminds me of Hocus Pocus. Well, that and Tangled as well. Oh, the yeah. The mom in Tangled is, is using Rapunzel for her youth to make her look younger. Yeah, yeah. With her hair. And then so. there's the American Horror Story. So there's there's a lot of like plays to this that you'll see in like cinema. So I think it ties to this because yeah. the story of Bloody Mary, well y'all will see, but it goes back to like the 15th century. Yeah. Okay, so let's keep going. Uh, then came the night when the daughter of the miller rose from her bed and walked outside, following an enchanted sound no one else could hear. The miller's wife had a toothache and was sitting up in the kitchen treating the tooth with an herbal remedy when her daughter left the house. She screamed for her husband and followed the girl out of the door. The miller came running in his nightshirt, and together they tried to restrain the girl, but she kept breaking away from them and heading out of town. So, to be honest, I don't really know what's happening there. I mean, it kind of seems like almost like a siren. Like a, a mermaid type. Oh, call. okay. I like that. Yeah. So it's like luring them. Yeah. I mean, if, if she, it says she was the only one that was able to hear it. I mean, it's specifically, oh, good point. you know, for that targeted group. So yeah, which could be part of like the witchcraft. Like uh-huh. she's found a spell to lure them to her. Well, and if you remember in Hocus Pocus, they sing and all the kids yes. of the town kind of become hypnotized and I said hypnotized hypnotized yeah and slowly (laughs) start uh, yeah and slowly start making their way towards wherever the witches are yeah that's a good point she specifically draws kids in she knows her her target yeah uh the desperate cries of the miller and his wife woke the neighbors they came to assist the frantic couple suddenly a sharp-eyed farmer gave a shout and pointed towards a strange light at the edge of the woods A few townsmen followed him out into the field and saw Bloody Mary standing beside a large oak tree, holding a magic wand that was pointed towards the miller's house. She was glowing with an unearthly light as she set her evil spell upon the miller's daughter. Okay, so this is basically a legend. So we're almost through the legend. The townsmen grabbed their guns and their pitchforks and ran towards the witch. When she heard the commotion, Bloody Mary broke off her spell and fled back into the woods. The far-sighted farmer had a loaded gun with silver bullets in case the witch ever came after his daughter. So I guess the silver would (laughs) get her. Yeah, he knew what to do. Yeah. So he took aim and shot her. The bullet hit Bloody Mary in the hip and she fell to the ground. The angry townsmen leapt upon her and carried her back into the field, where they built a huge bonfire and burned her at the stake. Wow. See, I mean, that that makes sense, you know, because you always, like, the movies and shows that you see about witchcraft or witches, the townspeople are always burning these women at the stake just Mm -hmm. for simple things, you know? It's, like, because they 
they you showed your ankles yeah you, you harlot <laughs> <laughs> exactly like it's for things like that but something like that this bloody mary mm-hmm. was tr- trying to lure a little girl into yeah. the woods so i mean like i'm glad that they were able to catch her if, if, yeah you know if uh if she was actually trying to do that. So that's a valid reason, you know, to catch yeah. someone and kill them if they're trying to take your child. I mean... Yeah, no, and I mean, don't get me wrong, there's tons of different opinions about the death penalty and whatnot, but burning someone at the stake was very, very common during mm-hmm. this time period, and we will, again, talk more about that uh, with another legend or another theory about who Bloody Mary was. That's wild. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> As she burned, Bloody Mary screamed a curse at the villagers, which is never good. Mm -hmm. If anyone mentioned her name aloud before a mirror, she would send her spirit to revenge herself upon them for her terrible death. When she was dead, the villagers went to the house in the wood and found the unmarked graves of the little girls the evil witch had murdered. She had used their blood to make her young again. Which I'm kind of surprised she made graves for them. Yeah. I feel like she'd just make them into, like, a soup. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> it, it triggers the question of, like, did she feel bad? Yeah. At all about doing something Yeah. Like that? Did Mary have remorse? <laughs> Do, I mean, I don't know about that, though, because of, <laughs> you know, the, the curse and, you know, um, coming back for revenge. But, I mean, you usually, if you feel sorry for some sort of remorse, I mean, you might dig a grave for yeah i feel like i feel like that's definitely a sign of remorse if you're willing to make a grave for them but it also doesn't say if it's like a shallow grave or right i don't know but who knows they were just kind of kicked dirt on yeah who knows what a grave was even classified (laughs) as back then because like when people died back then they would just kind of put them in the street and they'd be like put them in a wheelbarrow take them off to the other dead bodies (laughs) what is that uh I haven't researched the plague enough yet, but like throw your dead. Well, like what they used to say though, like throw your dead here and like oh yeah, collecting the dead. Yeah, they would just I don't know. Wheel like a wheelbarrow around with all these dead bodies. Okay, so very last paragraph of this legend, and then we'll get into some theories, and I'll have some lovely photos to show you. Oh, yay! So from the day to this, anyone foolish enough to chant Bloody Mary's name three times before a darkened mirror will summon the vengeful spirit of the witch. It is said that she will tear their bodies to pieces and rip their souls from their mutilated bodies. The souls of these unfortunate ones will burn in torment as Bloody Mary once was burned, and they will be trapped forever in the mirror. Maybe she wasn't remorseful. <laughs> <laughs> the look, the look on Carlisa's face right now—that's a little much. <laughs> yeah, she's she's a little bit dramatic. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into some theories. Okay. About who Bloody Mary could have been based mm. on history. Okay, so forgot to show you this earlier, but there's a, in case you guys want to see the photo, Spooky Pennsylvania. That's the book. They've got tales of other hauntings and such. Mm-hmm. So the first theory is that Bloody Mary could have been Queen Mary I of England from the 16th century. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So there she is in all of her glory. She only lived for like less than 50 yeah. years. Yeah. Wow. Not, you'll see why in a huh. minute. Yeah. She did not live very long. She was born in 1516 and she died in 1558. And Mary was the only child of King Henry VIII. <laughs> With his first wife, Catherine of Aragon. Mm. 
It's said that King Henry wanted many sons, but Catherine had a lot of miscarriages and stillbirths, which was super common Mm -hmm. back then. So when she finally gave birth, but it was to a daughter, King Henry was pissed. Not happy. Yeah. I would assume because then he couldn't have his... Back then, they want a son to carry on the name. Yeah, the male heir. The royalties and all that. Yeah. Misogyny is very prevalent (laughs) during this time. Yeah. Uh, So when Mary was born, you know, he wasn't happy, but eventually she did inherit the throne. She became queen. Uh, She was nicknamed by her Protestant opponents, because she was Catholic, as Bloody Mary, and she was known to be very brutal. Hmm. So I'm going to show you a picture. This is a depiction of what she used to do to Protestants. Um, okay. So... Wow. (laughs) He's being burned at the stake. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She loved burning hundreds and hundreds of Protestants at the stake because they weren't Catholic. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's familiar. Yeah, exactly. Going back to the legend. So Uh she would burn them at the stake if they refused to convert to Catholicism. Okay. Because somehow that affects her. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly. According to Una Mikkelvena in a History.com article, quote, heresy was considered by all of early modern Europe to be an infection of the body politic that had to be erased so as not to poison society at large. All over Europe, the punishment for heresy was not only death, but also the total destruction of the heretic's corpse to prevent the use of their body parts for relics. Therefore, most heretics were burned and their ashes were thrown into the river. Wow. What a way to go, man. I feel like that's a little dramatic. I think so, too. I mean, but back then, like, there was no such thing as, like, a normal death. Like, everything had to be insanely dramatic. Yeah, everything was so over the top. Like, public executions were just, like, Friday night movie night. Yeah, or, like, putting your head on a stake or, you know... The hangings for everyone to come and see. I mean, like, you're right. It was. It was just a a common occurrence. Did I send you that TikTok of that woman who's, like, pretending that she's watching Jesus's crucifixion? If you did, was it like a POV type TikTok? Yeah. It's it's so funny. POV, Um, I'm watching Jesus I, I will look it up and, like, shout her out in the description and stuff because I want to give her credit, but I'll describe it to you really quick because it's so funny. Oh so, basically, gosh. she's, like, got this blanket wrapped around her like it's a shawl, uh-huh. and she's just pretending to be, like, a citizen watching his crucifixion, and she has, like, uh, sunglasses on, and she's, like man, I wish I had, like, popcorn, like, just here to hang out, you know? And she's like, oh, that was really violent. Oh, my god! Did you guys see that, too? How long do you think they're going to let him hang up there? But it's it's really funny because I mean, she's kind of like, talking, like, Well, modern. you had to think that, like, that was probably some of the conversations that these people had. Like, you, you know they probably weren't just sitting there in silence. Like, they were probably like, oh, man, did you see that? Right, you know, yeah, like, agging it on. Yeah, in their own ways. Because <laughs> they couldn't make a vlog yeah. back then. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> they probably wrote no about way. it in like their little scroll journals. <laughs> scroll journals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that was way before the printing press came out. So uh, whatever their scroll journals, whatever they used <laughs> at the time. So Queen Mary of England, the first, ended up dying pretty young, like Carly pointed out. Uh, she was only forty-two. And she died in 1558 during the influenza epidemic, 
But she had also been suffering for a while from abdominal pain, and she may have had uterine or ovarian cancer. Mm. Uh, Because of her violent background and her known historical name, some believe the urban legend of Bloody Mary is based on Queen Mary. I mean, if her literal nickname was Bloody Mary, she liked to burn people at the stake. I mean, it makes perfect sense to me. (laughs) And I want to hear your thoughts at the end, too, and, like, if you think it could be about a specific person, Mm -hmm. like, oh, it was for sure about her. Or if you're like me and you think it's kind of a mix of all these stories. I think it's kind of a mix of everything. So next we get into the second theory that Bloody Mary could have been Mary, the Queen of Scots. Interesting look. Yeah. She's kind of slaying. Right? Honestly. (laughs) Look at that neck thing. She's got the little, oh, I have a really great photo for you (laughs) after this. When you, oh my gosh, you're going to die. When when you see who she's married to, I specifically put this photo in because I knew you were going to (laughs) laugh. But yeah, she's got that thick lace neck collar thing happening. She looks really normal. Yeah. But when you hear what she did, you're going to be like, what? Man, she... She died young, too. Yeah. 45? Yeah. Like, these were all people, like, in their 40s. Wow. Yeah, did not live long. And again, you'll see why soon. Um, Also, I feel like these, in the order I put these in, they get worse and worse. Okay. So the first one was pretty tame. We're going to get worse and worse as we go. Okay. So the second theory is it could have been Mary, Queen of Scots. She was the former queen of Scotland, and she lived from 1542 to 1587. And fun fact, this Mary was only six days old when her father died, and she inherited the throne. (laughs) Stop. Yeah. A queen at six days old. Wow. Right. Look at that. Which I I thought, like, King Tut was young. He was was nine years old. Wow. I didn't know that either. You gotta listen to the Mummy Curse episode. Oh, man. Yeah. That's crazy. But this, this chick was six days old. Man, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like what do you do how, how do you run a country um as an infant well and like how how do you think that would affect you as a person being, right being literally born into that i mean i think it's i just think about like you know about uh like prince harry and all that like yeah. you see their kids i mean because their kids are princes and what duchesses and duchesses whatever you call them they're wearing like their royal gear but they're uh-huh. like little tiny toddlers running around and playing in the dirt you know yeah yeah <laughs> it's like that's how i think of it like they're royalty they're special they're kings they're queens but they're children yeah they're it's just children. wild it's it's kind of like child hollywood in a sense where it's just their their lives are so different yeah. than the typical child but they still do things that kids do of course She was six days old when her father died. She inherits the throne. Uh, To bring up King Henry VIII of England again, Queen Mary's dad, Mm -hmm. uh, he proposed marriage between Mary and his son, the heir Edward. So he's over in England, they're over in Scotland, and he's like, hey, you guys should get married. Okay. So this would be to unify Scotland and England. These two so. weren't like cousins or anything like that. That was like going on. Back as then. far as I know, no. <laughs> but that surprised. was again. Oh, again, that was very common yeah. back then, though, because they didn't want to disturb the bloodline. Yeah, they want to. They want to keep their their family name. Yeah, and then they wonder why they have stillbirths. Yeah, that's true. Wow. Mm-hmm. All the all the points are connecting. Now. Yes, it all makes sense. <laughs> so on July first, fifteen forty three, when Mary was only six months old. 
The Treaty of Greenwich was signed, which ensured that when Mary turned 10, she would marry Edward and move to England. 10. <laughs> what was I doing at 10? Yeah, I, I was literally going to ask you that. What were you doing? <laughs> I was playing Roblox. I was yes. um, outside. Yeah, I mean, like, getting your knees scraped. I mean doing all the kid things. I couldn't imagine that amount of responsibility at that young of an age. Right. I, I think of where my mind was at as a 10-year-old, and you're only thinking about 10-year-old things. Yeah, you have no idea how the world works. No. And so, you're getting married. Oh my gosh, that's... It's gross. Wild. Very happy I was not born during this time period. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so later in 1565, she married her half-cousin, Henry oh, Stewart. There it is. <laughs> there it is. There we oh, go. I was waiting for it. Lord Darnley, which that's, that's the guy I said I have a lovely picture of. So you ready? Oh, Darnley. Lord what Darnley. Check it out. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How Why, fresh and clean. Why don't we bring those back? Like, <laughs> I mean, he probably is so warm. Yeah, like, want to, like, hide your double chin, you know? Like, oh, that's a look. It makes your jawline yeah. look really It probably, nice. like, yeah, like, cuts. Yeah, like, it's like <laughs> it's like the modern-day tape, you know, that you use to pull back your Oh, my gosh. Skin. Yeah, those are really common in, like, what, like Asian cultures, right? Yeah. The mm-hmm. taping. Yeah. Makes you look slim. I'm sure people do it in the U.S., too, but that's where I learned about it was, I think, Korean skincare. Mm-hmm. They, like, tape it back. Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think that's a... Uh, look for sure <laughs> yeah i thought i thought you'd like this that is that like a necklace or like i don't know some sort of weird suspenders that kind of connected Ooh, them. yeah they like center on the crotch <laughs> like just <laughs> point it's like one of those those things that come down you know and cup everything oh god down there. yeah i know what you're talking about <laughs> Yeah, like the weird uh, Nacho Libre kind yeah. of situation. We don't see the bottom half of this picture, so. Mm, maybe, the, yeah, he could have had a, their version of OnlyFans back then. <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> so he was her half-cousin, our, our friend Lord Darnley. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but it's said that Mary wasn't happy, shocker, hmm. in this marriage. Wow. Yeah. Why? Married at 10 years old? I mean, range. To her half-cousin? I don't understand why she wasn't satisfied. Sounds like the perfect life to me. What a match made in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> so, she wasn't happy. And in 1567, there was a mysterious explosion at Lord Darnley's home, and he was found murdered in the garden. James Hepburn, 4th Earl of Bothwell, was believed to have orchestrated Darnley's death, but he was acquitted in the charge April 1567, and the following month, he married Mary. Wow, how convenient. Hmm. Hmm. So some people believe that Mary, Queen of Scots, was involved in orchestrating his murder. I mean, it only makes sense. Yeah. Have you do the dirty work, then we get to get married. Mm -hmm. It's a win-win. Her hands are clean. Yeah. They're not bloody. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) So authorities turn their attention to Mary. So they start suspecting her after this. And she flees. She sought asylum with her cousin, Queen Elizabeth I. So here's our photo of the two of them. So there's Mary, Queen of Scots. There's Queen Elizabeth. Why does everyone look the same? Like, back then, <laughs> like they just no eyebrows no at eyebrows, all. First of all, like ghost white. 
like that's a face that I would see like in my nightmares. You know, like yeah, all black around the background, and then just that face like floating. <laughs> that's terrifying. That sounds very upsetting. <laughs> they all look the same though. Yeah, no, they really do. And a lot of them wore wigs back then. Like that's not even their hair. Yeah, they were cousins. She sought asylum with her, but Queen Elizabeth was a little rat. She was not having any of this, and she turned her in. Mary... Wow, they didn't get married, though. I mean, those cousins didn't get married, so... uh... (laughs) Who, Elizabeth and Mary? Yeah, I mean, they're cousins. It's a thing. They get married (laughs) to their cousins. (laughs) No, she's... They weren't progressive enough back then for that. She didn't want to marry her. She wanted wanted her her title, probably. (laughs) So she gets turned in. Mary was imprisoned for 18 years, and she lived out her years confined in castles and manor houses. So it wasn't, like, typical prison. She was just stuck in a castle. Like, house arrest. Yeah. And she was eventually found guilty of attempting to assassinate Queen Elizabeth... After letters were discovered implicating Mary in a plot to overthrow her. Mm. So Mary was charged with treason and sentenced to death. Hence why she didn't live very long. Gotcha. So on February 8th, 1586, 44-year-old Mary was beheaded at Fotheringhay Castle. See? Nothing boring, man. Just beheaded. Yes. Another day. Well. Another beheading. So here's like a photo to illustrate the execution. And the execution didn't go smoothly. So normally, they take these big-ass axes Mm -hmm. and just down and it's done. But it wasn't a clean cut. Her head didn't come off. Oh my gosh. So the the guy doing it, I guess the axe wasn't sharp enough or he had bad aim. Oh my gosh. So this is where the Bloody Mary term comes in, okay? Oh. Yeah. (laughs) So horrible. Yeah, the first blow from the axe actually missed her neck (gasps) and struck her in the back of the head. Oh my gosh. And head wounds bleed a lot. Yeah. Like, even if you just... Like, I remember... Okay, backstory. You remember when I was playing dodgeball in, like, fourth or fifth grade and... That guy and me went for the same dodgeball. Yes. And was it the tooth? His tooth. His tooth. Yeah, he ran towards me with his mouth open. And his tooth, like, cut the top of my head. And I I think he ended up losing his tooth. But, like, the weirdest freak accident ever, right? But my head was bleeding so much. And I did not need stitches. Like, it was just a little cut. Yeah. So imagine, like, one axe blow. Gosh. So that hit the back of her head. The second blow severed the neck, except for a small bit of... Sinu? Sinu? Which I'm not sure what that is. I should have, I probably should have looked that word up. <laughs> S-I-N-E-W. So we can, we can guess what that means, but. Sinu. I'm on it. Okay. Let's see. You can keep reading. My guess is spinal cord, maybe, but I don't know for sure. Okay. So the executioner cut through using the axe through the sinew, I guess, on a third try or something. Okay, so sinew is a piece of tough, fibrous tissue uniting muscle to bone or bone to bone. Oh. So it's a tendon or ligament, basically. Oh, okay. I've just never heard that term before. I haven't either. That must have been like a an old... Could be. ...type term. It sounds maybe? like a stew. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> Care for a bowl of sinew. Sinew for dinner? <laughs> okay. okay. Okay, so after he finally finishes, he grabs her severed head and holds it in the air and declared, God save the queen. So that's where that term came, really? came from. Yeah. 
Wow, I didn't know that either. And she had like auburn colored hair, but it turns out that that was a wig. Mm -hmm. So when he holds her (laughs) head up, (laughs) I'm sorry, this is like so morbid. I shouldn't be laughing at this, but (laughs) the wig. Yeah, so the wig fell, like, or separated from her hair. So the head's just like... The head fell to the ground, (laughs) revealing Mary's very short, natural gray hair. (sighs) Yeah. Everyone was... The room was probably, like, dead (laughs) silent. Oh my god, we shouldn't be laughing. (laughs) What do you think they did? Threw up, laughed, cried? Like... Pooped their pants? Probably (laughs) All the above? (laughs) Silent for a good amount of time, and then, um... Ugh. I don't. Need, I don't even know. Back then, I could see people being like, "Oh, like right." That oh, that's that's a perfect laugh too. Yeah, like, oh. <laughs> that's how they laughed back then. You know, <laughs> gotta be proper. Can't be cackling. A witness who was present at the execution reported that after her death, quote, her lips stirred up and down a quarter of an hour after her head was cut off. And that a small dog, a Skye Terrier owned by the Queen, emerged from hiding among her skirts. Mary's dog refused to part from her and was soaked in blood. She was hiding her dog? Yeah. Under her skirt the whole time? I guess emotional support. That's so sad. But I feel like also, like, if you know you're going to be executed, don't Bring bring your dog, don't bring them into the torture like that dog was probably scarred for life (laughs) well it's okay because he was covered up by the skirt and everything but he wouldn't part from her dead body oh my gosh is that not so sad that's so sad he had to be forcibly pulled away and washed off because he was covered in blood oh my god i know and i i have a terrier too so i just like picture atreus yeah it feels so bad oh my gosh so it seemed the bloody end of Mary, Queen of Scots, is why some people believe she could be Bloody Mary. Okay. Right? Also, and maybe she wants revenge. Yeah. So, like I said, <clears throat> these are going to get worse and worse. So, now we get to the most fucked up story. Okay. Okay. So, the third theory is that Bloody Mary is based on a woman named Elizabeth Bathory. Have you ever heard of her? No, I have not. No. Okay. I hadn't either. But, oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, Oh, really quick. Before we go to Elizabeth Bathory, sorry. I'm not organizing this very well. Um, So it was also common practice back during this time period, going back to, like, the Mary Queen of Scots, that when someone died that was, like, famous, they would make, like, a cast mask of their face. So they made a death mask, as they called it, of Mary Queen of Scots. Wow. And they usually just left them white, but this one was painted. <sighs> That's terrifying. So again, all these photos, I'll put them on the Instagram page and they'll like pop up on the YouTube video as well. But yeah, that's her death mask that they made after she was beheaded. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so really disturbing. Wow. Okay, so Elizabeth Bathory, here's her photo. Oh, that is a forehead, girl. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and for me, it's the hair. Yeah, the hair. She's got the neck thing going too. Again, with yeah. the neck thing. Yeah. yeah. And I, it like matches her little, what is that, like a bonnet? I was about to say, I like how the bonnet is like traced perfectly around her hair. Yeah. Like and I mean, fits. also, I've noticed that like, because I'll see multiple portraits of these people and the portraits always look so different. So like this, she could probably have looked very different mm-hmm. than this. 
but yeah, there's that's just a painting. It seems of her. like the style of painting. Like that's probably mm-hmm. why they all look the same in every picture. True. Like even the Mona Lisa, <laughs> like yeah, looks similar. So this is her lovely castle. So Elizabeth Bathory came from a lot of money. This was her castle. Mm. Okay, Elizabeth Bathory was a sadist known as the Blood Countess. So she wasn't just like a chill socialite. She was really, really gross. Mm -hmm. Uh, Elizabeth liked to torture and brutally murder hundreds of young girls. What? So she basically, I don't think I included this part in my script, but she was married and her husband like died and who knows if like she killed him but her husband died and as soon as he died she started just like taking young girls and killing them like she would lure them to her castle that sounds familiar too yeah back Hmm. to the first story yeah yeah exactly so that's why like it's kind of a mix of everything i think but that's a really weird like your husband dies and you start luring little girls to your castle i mean well she has a reason Okay. So she would torture and bru- brutally murder these young girls, which is horrible. Uh, the exact number is not known. Obviously, that's hard to know during this time period. But it's estimated she could have killed as many as 650 girls. Holy shit. Oh my god. So she could be the most prolific female serial killer in history. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I've ever seen a number even close to that high. Right? And I mean, back then, I'm sure it was easier to get away with. I mean, obviously, we know that people in power already today get away with so many things. Oh, girl. Back then, I couldn't even imagine, like, someone who was in power. I mean, obviously, they're able to get away with a lot. Well, and, like, she she wasn't a queen, but she was wealthy. Yeah. She was, like, an aristocrat, basically. Yeah. And she would lure these other wealthy daughters of minor aristocrats, which kind of surprises me because to get away with killing that many people, usually you target people that aren't going to be noticed if they go missing, which is horrible to say, but... I mean, it's true. And it also just shows, though, that she obviously wasn't afraid of being caught. She had no shame. No. (laughs) So she would lure them, inviting them in for instruction in the arts of court etiquette. So, like, hey, I'll teach you how to be fancy and have good posture and not put your elbows on the table or whatever, and she would kill them. (laughs) (laughs) Do you Did you ever get... Did you go to Glenview, or was that just me? I... I went to Glenview for preschool. I know, I went to New Hope. No, I didn't go to Glenview, I don't think. There was this lady that used to walk around like a lunch monitor, essentially, during lunch, and I think I would have been like in kindergarten. And at Glenview, since it was a private school, they were really big on etiquette. So mm-hmm. she was like, no elbows on the table. <laughs> and I had my elbow on the table, and she like went right up to me, like, like breath and ear, <laughs> like that close, like, no elbows on the table. I, I, I picture like rotted teeth and like stank breath. Of like, course. That's what I picture when yeah. you tell me that. <laughs> that's horrible. Yeah. Also, I think I cried. Yeah. I mean, like you were literally five. Like what? Yeah. Also, like, why does putting my elbow on the table make me less proper? Who cares? But so anyway, she would teach them etiquette or sorry. She would say she was going to teach them etiquette and she would torture them instead. Good, good, good. Yeah. Yeah. So Elizabeth Bathory's torture knew no bounds. So, okay. Again, children, if you are listening to this. I need you to stop and go listen to something else. 
this is not, we're about to get real dark. Some victims were scalded with white hot tongs before being dunked in freezing water. Others were covered in honey and then bitten slowly and devoured by a variety of insects, such as ants, flies, wasps, and bees. Oh my gosh. What? Why? Like, what is the reason? Just a sick mind. Oh my gosh. Others were burned, mutilated, beaten, and even cannibalized. And she had a variety of servants as well. In some sources I found said she also, like, tortured her servants. I I mean, I believe it. Probably everyone around her that she... Oh, gosh. With the ice-cold water one, she would basically make them stand in the water until they, I guess, like, passed out or became, like, malnourished, dehydrated. So, like, they would die very slowly and painfully. So it was, like, the worst torture. Oh, man. It was horrible. Uh, She would deprive them of water, like I said. So sometimes she would force them to drink their own urine and she would mutilate them with a variety of things. So again, this is where we get really dark. She would mutilate them with knives, scissors, her own teeth. She would burn them with metal sticks. And sorry guys, I'm trying to get through this part as quick as I can, but we have to understand the severity of the depravity that is Elizabeth Bathory. Yeah. Um, so she would also sometimes beat her servants to death. She even buried some of her servants alive. Gosh. Just horrific. So going back to like, she was known as the blood countess, right? Mm -hmm. So you remember in American Horror Story. Well, I remember in season five in Hotel, the countess that was in. Yes. I forgot about that. She was a vampire. Yeah. I mean. Yes. The blood countess. Yes. So there we, so again, this is where all that originates from. So just kind of showing how like in a lot of shows and movies, it goes back to ancient times. Okay. So she was known as the blood countess because she often bathed in the blood of her victims, believing their blood would preserve her youthful appearance. That's also season two. In, or season three in Coven. Yeah. The 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 woman that killed all her slaves. Yes, she yes. She would put the blood on her face Guys. to make her skin look more youthful. Watch American Horror Story. Yeah. They, what are you doing? They brush up on their history. Stop this video, go watch it, and come back. Yeah. It's going to take a while, <laughs> well, but... We'll, we'll still be here. We'll still be here. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, let me show you a picture. So I think this is in a, a museum. So that's supposed to depict, like, her bathing area. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. She was, like, the OG vampire. That's disgusting. That face is terrifying. I just, like, I know it's not real, (laughs) but oh, my gosh. So creepy. Yeah. She was caught. She was arrested, along with four of her female accomplices, which I assume were servants, Mm -hmm. but who knows. This was on December 30th, 1610, and there were more than 300 witnesses at the trial, which begs the question, why didn't arrest happen sooner? I mean, they were probably terrified of her. I just feel like, how did someone not say something? Or who knows, maybe they did and like just nothing came of it, but 300 witnesses, that's a lot. Well, and it's like, you have to be able to prove that it was her, and Mm -hmm. I'm like, obviously evidence wasn't a thing back then, so like... If you didn't have any, like, solid look-at-this type evidence, I mean, they're not going to listen to you. It's not like they have security yeah. cameras or anything like that. I just, like if that. she took, like, hundreds and hundreds of girls, and it's for etiquette class, I would assume it's, like, in broad daylight. Yeah. So it's just, and they're, again, like, 
daughters of wealthy aristocrats. So I don't know, but she got away with it for a long time. During the trial, even more came to light. Servants testified they had witnessed Bathory force servants. I'm going to let you finish that water before I finish this sentence, because... <laughs> <laughs> so, Bathory would force servants to cook and eat their own flesh. Oh my god. <laughs> That's disgusting. Barf. Oh, wow. Other servants claimed that she stuffed corpses under a bed and continued to feed them as if they were still alive. I mean, like, obviously she's got some sort of mental issues going on. So. No, no way. <laughs> she's totally mentally intact. Oh, no, yeah, that was, like, <laughs> totally normal. You don't, you don't do that? But, like, I mean, that doesn't surprise me, though. Anyone who's able to do that, those horrible things, especially yeah. to children, I mean, like, you've got some shit going on. For sure. Wow. One servant claimed that she forced burning rods into the mouths and even vaginas of the girls that she tortured. Stop. Oh my Again, god. Again, her torture knew no bounds. <sighs> and I'm sure so she sad. did I'm sure she did way more, but this is what I could find oh, in my research. Man. So Elizabeth's accomplices were tortured and burned at the stake. Um, very well. Yep. Okay, don't don't read. What okay. do you think happened to Elizabeth? Um, did she get burned at the stake? No. Um, they didn't let her go, did they? No. Um. But you're not far off. Oh, gosh, what? Yeah, so, her accomplices were burned at the stake, but Elizabeth Bathory was just walled up in Cactus Castle. The one I showed you a picture of, her castle. Oh, they put her in jail. Solitary confinement. They put her in jail. Yeah. Think about what she did. So she okay. had some type of, like, windowless cell, which I don't know if they made that or that's something she already had that she maybe put people in that she tortured, but she just stayed in this castle, and she stayed there for four years until she died. Why? Obviously, like, she had some... I know she, you're saying that she wasn't, like, in power or anything. Oh, but, but she clearly... Wealthy, yeah. She has... She had a hand. Allies. Yeah, and... I think she, like, she probably knew people in the government uh-huh. or whatever their version of government was back yeah. then and like yeah no she clearly like got off somehow but yeah it's awful wow so it's said that this final theory with elizabeth bathory may have inspired bram stoker's 1897 novel dracula that makes sense the horrifying tale of elizabeth bathory has also attracted tourists to the cactus area to like see the castle you can get souvenirs you could also get a ruby red bottle of wine called Bathory Blood. Oh, that's good. Yeah, make souvenirs out of the the serial killer, torturer, yeah, uh, murderer, <laughs> disgusting human being. Wow. Yeah, we don't we don't do that here, guys. No, I know some podcasts like to do stuff like that. Not going to call anybody out by any means. But no, no, no. That's that's not funny. <laughs> no. Okay, so now we're almost done, but now we're just going to kind of get into, like, the scientific theory of why some scientists think you see Bloody Mary. Okay. Okay, so I had never heard of this, but I thought it was really interesting. Okay, so going back to the original legend, you see Bloody Mary in a mirror. Could there be any scientific explanation? So, first, we could reference confirmation bias, which is the theory that you see what you want to see. Mm-hmm. In addition, though, we have what's called the Troxler effect. So in 2014, there was a study done by Caputo 
et al., so a bunch of other people. And it was found that when people would gaze at their own face in the mirror for a few minutes in low light, the result can be that observers see not only distortions of their own face, but also hallucinations like monsters, archetypal faces, faces of relatives, and deceased and animals. I mean, I guess I could see that. You know, like, it's got, you stare at something long enough and it starts to look different or change. Like, right. And, and in low light, like, I, I yeah. could see that. Our that brain plays tricks on us. Yeah. It makes sense, right? This can partially be explained by what has become known as the Troxler effect, which is an optical illusion our, ba- our brains play on us that distorts our visual perception. So basically, the longer you stare at something, your brain is trying to sort out what it needs to focus on or what it's looking at. And all else disappears. So this could theoretically result in your reflection disappearing and something else replacing it. As a result of confirmation bias or what have you. This was discovered in 1804 by a Swiss physician named Ignaz Paul Vital Troxler. Hence the Troxler effect. Okay. So there was a cool example of this on a website, indie88.com. And I'll put this in the show notes. Uh, I'll put this photo on the Instagram page as well, so you can try out the Troxler effect for yourself. So I'm going to let Carlisa try this out and see if it works for her. It worked for me, but basically, I'll describe it first. There's this colorful photo with a black plus sign in the middle, and you're supposed to stare at the black plus sign, like just focus on that. Focus on it intensely for 10 to 20 seconds, and this should cause the colorful background to change to white. I've heard of things like this before. Yeah. Okay. So this is indeed what happened to me when I tried it, so it's pretty cool. So Carlisa, I'm going to pull this photo up. Let me move this. You give it a try. Well, I can tell you right now, it's already starting to change. Change, yeah. Yeah. That didn't even take... Yeah, it's white. Yeah, for me, it, like, kind of slowly changed, and then it was completely white. I see, like, yellow around the okay. the outside, but that's it. Everything else is white. Yeah. Oh, so, and then I looked away from the plus sign, and it's all back. Right. Wow. Yeah, so... Crazy. Our, our minds are so crazy, right? Wow. So that's part of, like, the theory behind how people see Bloody Mary. Like, you're staring at yourself for so long, focusing on yourself for so long, and it just kind of disappears, mm-hmm. and then you already have this, like... Sub in your subconscious, you're like, maybe I'll see her, maybe I'll see her. So then she like appears. Mm, okay. So yeah, and people report all the time seeing creepy shit in mirrors. Yeah. So this I could be. It. Yeah. I don't know why paranormal has always been tied to like mirrors. Like I've heard multiple. I don't know if you remember when mm-hmm. we listened to Spooked that story of the girl in the mirrors and she had to cover up all the mirrors because if she didn't, she would like literally see a whole other dimension of yeah. like, creepy shit. Like, well, I remember one where like this little boy with like really sharp teeth kept appearing. That's the, yeah. Is that's, that the one? That's the one that I'm Was it a girl? Of. I thought it was a little boy. I thought it was a little girl. I Not mean, that it, it matters, yeah. but yeah. And so, he would be smiling like really ugh, creepy with yeah. the sharp teeth. Guys, I know I've talked about Spooked on my podcast before, but listen to it. It's so good. If you really like the paranormal or maybe you're kind of a skeptic, but you're open to learning about it, go check it out. Oh, so what I was going to say, because you were like the mirrors with ghosts and everything. A lot of people think mirrors are like a portal Mm -hmm. to another dimension or like it helps ghosts get into our dimension Uh easier. Yeah. But 
yeah, so getting into the paranormal perspective, that was a perfect pivot. Mm -hmm. Some people believe that mirrors can serve as portals into the ghostly dimension, giving ghosts easier access to you and your dwelling. There are also some people who believe that your intentions can conjure something physical. So this is called a tulpa. Have you ever heard of a tulpa? Mm -hmm. Okay, so I hadn't either. Uh, The tulpa was first described in 1929 by Alexandra David Neal. And according to this belief, a tulpa is a being that begins in your own imagination. Okay. But it acquires a tangible reality and sentience because of your strong will. So basically, like, if you really want something to happen, or in turn, like, if you have really, really negative energy, negative thoughts, Mm -hmm. you can, like, manifest something. Okay. So that's, like, sometimes when people are haunted, quote-unquote, by, like, negative spirits, some people think it's, like, a tulpa. It's your own energy. Yeah. Which I think makes sense. I I think so, too. So some people think that Bloody Mary could be, like, a tulpa that people manifest. And basically, so many people have tried to conjure up Bloody Mary. Some people think that there's literally a tulpa, like, out in the universe that was created that's Bloody Mary. Okay. Because so many people have wanted to wish her into existence. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. So really interesting. That is the story of Bloody Mary. Wow. Yeah. That was a surprise, <laughs> man. Oh my gosh. So like what do you, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think you were right when you said that they all those stories could possibly have been some sort of inspiration for it. But that last story, man. Like right? what was her name? Bathory? Elizabeth Bathory. Yeah. That one, I mean, obviously of her luring the little girls to her castle, mm-hmm. doing the horrible thing. I mean, obviously she, but like bathing in her, in their blood. Right. Like, it doesn't say she was bathing in their blood to be youthful, but like. I would imagine that's probably. That's probably why what she it was, did And it. also she was just a sadist. Yeah. So. So, I mean, of all the stories, I definitely feel like that one was probably the biggest right. inspiration, even though her name wasn't Mary, you yeah. know. Um. <laughs> yeah. And I also feel like when you do things like that to so many people like that castle is probably so haunted Mm -hmm. oh yeah i'm sure all the spirits are probably there and i definitely do feel like your own energy has a lot like to do with that if you want to see something spooky like your mind is going to make you feel like you're seeing something spooky yeah and like especially if you're in a place like that where spirits could be conjured up like me personally when we did bloody mary like obviously I don't know about you, but like I didn't see anything. No, nothing ever, <laughs> nothing ever happened when we did Bloody Mary. Yeah, I know. Luckily, like all sort of kid fun. But I, I feel like if you are into that kind of stuff, yeah, like you're able to conjure up spirits or whatever. Right. I mean, like I'm sure people have probably seen something before. Yeah. I haven't really looked much into people's personal stories behind this right i haven't either um but i'm i'm sure that people have probably seen some pretty freaky shit well okay so i i say i haven't either but i did look a little bit on reddit just to see if there were any interesting stories of people's experiences with bloody mary but personally like all the stories i found were kind of cheesy the only one i found that was kind of creepy from what i can remember it was like this girl tried to see bloody mary and she ended up seeing like a black and white figure of a woman that was just like she described her as silently screaming like her mouth was wide open Ooh. but she wasn't making any noise oh gosh yeah so very upsetting she's just yeah. like 
Oh, wow, yeah. That, I, I want to see that in my mirror. That face that you just Should made. that be the photo for the thumbnail of this episode? Yes, please. <laughs> no one's going to watch it. Yes. <laughs> and I want to I know what you guys think, too. So let me know. Like, do you think Bloody Mary's real? Do you have a crazy story about Bloody Mary? Do you know anything about tulpas? What do we think yeah. about this Troxler effect? Like, let me know your thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, so before we do, like, an outro and stuff, I just wanted to talk to you, too, because Carlisa's had some pretty cool things happen to her. You have, like, primitive dreams. Yeah. You've had all kinds of crazy stuff happen, but you specifically brought up the rope thing, and I did have a question about that, so I thought we could start with that. Okay. And I want to hear your perspective. Do you want me to just tell the story? Yeah, just tell the story. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay. (laughs) So, um, I was in fourth grade at the time, and me and my neighbor, we were playing outside. He had a rope two rope swings in his tree actually one side was a really thick one and then the other side he had like just put it up last minute it was like this little thin tiny blue rope and then he uh, tied a piece of wood to the bottom of it okay so you could sit on it comfortably which I liked because the other one you know it just had the knot at the bottom so So he made this he made it okay I didn't know that yeah he did it himself and like me as a fourth grader I'm like this is totally fine like so safe all my weight on it like it's the, the width was probably of like a dime so it wasn't a thick rope so i'm swinging on it we're taking turns back and forth pushing each other and he's like let's do something fun like i'm gonna spin you and then whenever i let you go like you're gonna obviously spin back the other way really really (laughs) fast so he does he's spinning me and spinning me you know how when ropes start to spin they kind of they they start to knot up yeah a little bit the more and more that you're spinning it i think we had done it a couple of times before this actually happened Mm-hmm. So he goes back to do it again. The rope starts to kind of cinch together. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the rope snaps and it catches me by the top of my head on my hair. So at this point I'm hanging from the tree by my hair, probably what, like two or three feet above the ground. Yeah. And my friend was, he was short. I mean, you you knew him. He was a tiny kid. Yeah. So he tries to hold me up on his shoulders. That's not happening. I'm screaming bloody murder at yeah, this point. Yeah, I think you were even higher up. Yeah. Like, probably five, four was, to five feet. I was really high up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Because of the shoulder distance. Yeah. yeah. And so he, I, re- I remember him saying, I'm going to run inside and get some scissors. <laughs> like, that's his first thought process. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> So I'm alone, hanging, like, in this tree, screaming at the top of my head. Which is what I heard. Yeah. So all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this woman, it's actually these two women, I see them appear on the corner of the street, and one of them runs over to me, and I remember her having long blonde hair, she wore a gray and black striped shirt, and she held me up on her shoulders. She didn't say a word. The entire time. That's what I was going to ask you is if she said anything to you. That was my question. She didn't say anything at all. And I can't even remember her face. Like, obviously, I'm kind of hanging from a tree, so I'm, like, not going to remember many details. But I remember her holding me up on on her shoulders. I don't even know how much time passed from then. It was, like, not even a minute. It was not even a minute. It was so fast. And then all of a sudden, Dad and his church and the entire church group that was over at the house were over. Yeah. His dad's friend 
put me on his shoulders. I remember him mm-hmm. telling the girl, you know, thank you, sweetie. We got it. Yeah. And put me up on his shoulders. Dad climbs up on top of the tree. Yeah. To cut the rope down. That's right. And as soon as I was transferred from her shoulders to the man's shoulders, she was gone. Yeah. And I remember, like, looking up and down the street. I looked where they came from. I looked on the other side of the street. She was just gone within that instant. Yeah. I wasn't focused on that at that point because they cut the rope down. Mom starts unwinding the rope. And yeah. there goes all my hair. <laughs> just poor little bald spot. In my anxiety attack. <laughs> yeah. Your anxiety attack. I think dad was like, Kedra, shut up. <laughs> Because he's trying to keep my sister calm. Because, like, so the rope had, like, completely, like, embedded this big chunk of her hair. Like this. So as he starts unraveling it, all of her hair is coming out of this rope. All the hair that's been ripped out. Mm -hmm. And so as he's unraveling the rope, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look, look. And so I'm just making my sister even more scared. And so my dad was like, Kedra, shut up. Are you kidding? Like, stop. Yeah. But I remember hearing you scream. So basically, a little context, like Carlisa said, my dad had friends over for a church group, and she's literally at the neighbors across the street in the front yard when all this happened. And I was in our backyard with my friend Julissa, and we heard like this blood curdling scream, which I think is when your hair got caught, mm-hmm. but it didn't sound like Carlisa. And I ran to the I'd, fence. I'd never screamed that loud no, before, probably. It, but it didn't even... It sounded like like an, a woman. Like, really? that's how... Yeah, it was, like, guttural. Like, it was scary. So I ran to the fence in the backyard and, like, peeked my head over. And I just see my sisters, like, from the back, hanging from a tree by a rope. And it appeared to be, like, around her head, neck area. So I'm freaking out. And I ran through the house, told my parents. I'm like, Carly's is hanging from a tree! Whatever I said. And then, like, within seconds, because it's just right across the street, we were all in the yard. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so weird, too. And so the reason I was going to ask you this question is, like, if you heard her talking, is I was at a book club recently. And, yeah, I started going to a book club. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to read more, you guys. We were talking about... We got into the paranormal and the topic of angels came up. And so I told them your story. And it's so interesting, too, because my sister just described this angel or this woman, this ghost, whatever, to you guys, I saw someone completely different, Mm -hmm. as did my dad, as did my mom. Like, we all had very different descriptions of her, Mm -hmm. which is so wild. And the same thing in that we... But we all saw her holding you, like, by her shoulders, kind of struggling because she was short. Mm -hmm. And then she disappeared. Yeah. So we all had that, but her physical description was different. Yeah. Well, and I I remember when we figured it out, it was later that night. Yeah. And we were all kind of just gathered in the living room just talking talking about about it. it. And I think it was dad that was like, oh, thank God that girl was there to, like, hold you up to relieve some sort of, you know, some of the pressure. Yeah. And I was like, and I can't remember how we got into physical descriptions, but I was like, I, I, I think I referred to her as that blonde girl. And mom was like... No. Yeah. Wasn't blonde. Yeah, she wasn't blonde. I was like, I literally saw her holding me on her shoulders. Yes, she was. Yeah. I think mom said she had, like, short, dark hair or something. Yeah. and I saw, I saw a short Hispanic woman with her hair pulled back, and she had a baby carrier. 
Like she was pushing a stroller. Yeah, I remember that. I see. I remember seeing the stroller. Okay. I, I, but it, she didn't take it with her. Well, and you said she was with someone. She was. Yeah. I don't remember that. I remember she was by herself pushing the stroller. Yeah, she was with someone else, and the other person and the baby stroller stayed on that corner of the street. Remember mm-hmm. where the stop sign was? Yeah, that's where they stayed. But like, my thing is, if this person was a real person, right. Usually you'd stay, hang around a little bit, kind of yeah. make sure, like, okay, is everyone okay? Are you good? N- no. And she didn't say anything. Didn't say anything. And, like, so that's why I asked you, because I don't remember her saying anything. And she, this is the other thing, is, like, you guys don't know what our street looked like, but there's no way that she could have disappeared that quickly no. because we weren't, like, on a corner. Like, there was at least, what, I would say, like, maybe... 50 feet yeah at from least. the house to the corner and and then it, obviously if she went the other way it would have taken her like a block or two to get around a corner we so we've seen her like kind of at least jogging or walking to where she was before yeah i like i looked at the other end of the street like i said just so she's like your guardian angel yeah well yeah. and then I mean, you know the story of whenever we were on the trampoline, Mm -hmm. and I got launched however high in the air, and, you know, smacked my back on that metal pole. Something pushed me up. Yeah. Y'all saw it, and I felt it. I felt something on my back pushing me up. Yeah. So we were all playing on the trampoline as we did, which, oh my god, trampolines are such death traps. (laughs) They really are. They're so scary and dangerous, especially, we had those metal springs that weren't, like, nowadays they have this, like, Velcro, um material that like wraps around it to protect you from getting caught in the springs but i don't think we had that because i remember multiple times getting my hair stuck stuck. or my (laughs) finger stuck in a spring this was this was nicole and hunter's trampoline though yes that's right and i remember like you fell back and then literally it makes no sense with gravity you like went straight <laughs> up like it wasn't like a like oh the trampoline bounced you back or like, like you literally like you were like flat and then just went hmm yeah and like her whole body lifted like as if someone was lifting her well and because it was so weird like the 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 outside of the trampoline, that big metal bar, was probably, I'd say, below my waistline. So I'm literally hung all the way over the back. Like, yeah. the bar right here. So there's not... I couldn't just maneuver myself up, like, with my own strength. That just... It wasn't possible. Right. I vividly remember feeling something on my back pushing me. Yeah. And I remember all y'all's faces. Everyone yeah. was literally like... Um, what just happened? <laughs> we were so shook. I, and I, I, oh man, I, rem- I wonder if they remember that story. I, I think you have someone looking out for you. I think so too. Carly says my little sister, for those of you who don't know, and she played the part very well. <laughs> I did. She loved to play pranks. Yeah. Loved to hide things. Mm-hmm. And our birthdays are very close. So we're both Scorpios. Mine's November 4th. Yeah, mine's November 8th. Four years and four days apart, you guys. So, So. you know two Scorpios in the same room. I mean, like, (laughs) now that we're older, you know, like, Mm -hmm. we're able to connect, you know. Oh, my gosh. But when we were kids. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. We did not get along. Our poor parents. We didn't get along until I was, like, 16. Yeah. We fought all the time. Yeah. (laughs) It was was bad. bad. But then we, like, were roommates for a while in college. And now my sister's one of my best friends. Yeah. So... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, love you. <laughs> well, any any other stories you want to share? I don't 
think so. You don't want to talk about your dreams at all? <sighs> Which ones? <laughs> I mean... I mean, you don't have to go into detail if you don't want to, but basically, my sister has dreamed that things would happen, and they have happened, like, yeah, not like, long after. Well, my, my boyfriend in high school at the time, I had the same dream every single night for seven days, and it happened the same way, and it was of him cheating on me with this girl that I knew at the time. The dreams happened in the same order. I mean, it was in cons- like consecutively every yeah. single night for seven days. And then on that night of the seventh day, I found out that he cheated on me with that girl. And it happened the exact same way that it happened in my dream. Mm-hmm. Um, that little rascal. Yeah. Hi. We're not, we're not going to say his name. Shut but. out. <laughs> You know who you are. <laughs> I have had a dream. I didn't but... get that. Could you try again? <laughs> get out of here. Siri. Siri. Uh, Why are you getting in the oh. podcast? <laughs> Silly Siri. I remember when I was driving home from work um, one day, I got a horrible, horrible feeling that something bad was going to happen. And this yeah. has happened to me multiple times where I get that feeling and then something bad happens literally days later. Yeah. But this one, like, it, I was sick to my stomach and it, it was kind of overcast, cloudy that day. So I was like, maybe it's the weather that's making me feel down. Like, I don't know what's going on. And I texted my friends that day and I was like, y'all, I don't know why. I just have a feeling that something really bad is going to happen. And they were like, you know, could it be anxiety? But and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know why, but I'm I'm telling y'all, like, I feel like something bad is going to happen. And that same night was when George Floyd was killed. Oh, my gosh. And all the the protests, the chaos, everything started happening after that. Yeah. And that was in, was that in February of uh, 2020? It was, tw- it was 2020. And it, I want to say it happened January, in the... February? I want to say it was summertime, though, only because when I went to several protests, it was so hot outside. But let me, let me look it up. Was it before? I thought it was before COVID, though. No, because we were wearing masks. Well, I know protest. when the protests were happening, but didn't the protests take a little bit to kind of really pick up? I don't think so. Oh, it so. was May. Yeah. Okay, was so, May. okay, May 25th, yeah. 2020 was when George Floyd was murdered. Yeah. So, and I didn't remember this at all until weeks later. I was looking through my messages and I was like, wait a second. I was like, I remember saying that I had a really, really bad feeling that something was going to happen. Yeah. So I scrolled all the way back through my text messages to see what the date was. And it was May 25th. And it was like three o'clock that day. Wow. And I I remember I I took screenshots and I sent it to y'all. Wait, do we know what time of day he was killed? I don't know. Oh my gosh. I just remember everyone found out like later that night. He was pronounced dead at 9.25, but it doesn't say if that was morning or evening. Yeah. But... PM. Yeah. Okay. I remembered saying that to my friends, and I went back, and sure enough, it was that same day. And you, like, you had nothing happen to you that day. No, no, nothing happened to me. But, like, obviously, we know the state of the world at mm-hmm. that time, even still now, like, just oh, yeah. really dark. Absolutely. So many things going 2020 on. was so bad. It was horrible, and all, and that was even before the election, like, all, I mean, oh, don't all, get me started. All that chaos, <laughs> like, but, yeah, I, 
just premonition. Yeah, um, that's the know. so that's the best way I think I can describe it. Is Carlisa has like a gift. Like she has premonitions for sure. Bad feelings, bad vibes. Mm-hmm. You pick up on like bad auras and people really well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> dreams. And then something happens that's, like, very close to what she dreamed. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a pretty cool thing to have, but at the same time, it's also, like, kind of not, not... Yeah, not fun. <laughs> it makes my anxiety go... <laughs> yeah, no, oh, yeah. that would that would make my anxiety go up, too. <laughs> yeah, there have been several times where I'll tell, where I'll tell Nick, I'm like... <sighs> getting that feeling again and he's like it's okay it's okay (laughs) you know he'll have to kind of talk me down just calm me and then sometimes like i get those feelings and nothing happens yeah so like that's true it's well that you know (laughs) that you know of that i know of yeah who knows maybe you're having that feeling and some because bad things happen to people all the time yeah maybe every time you have that bad feeling something else is happening (laughs) i hope not whoops (laughs) i don't know i mean i'm just saying yeah makes sense (laughs) all right well i i think that about wraps it up yeah So, first guest on the podcast, you guys, and this one is going to run longer, of course, because we had a lot of interesting things to talk about, but if you guys are still listening, wow, thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, tell the world about it. Yes. Hop on, friends. hop on whatever app you're listening to. Leave a five-star review. Seriously, it helps so much. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel so you can see our lovely faces. Mm-hmm. Follow the podcast. Send me stories. PerplexityMysteryPodcast at Gmail or DM me on Instagram. Follow me on TikTok. 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 Follow me on TikTok. <laughs> Perplexity Mystery Podcast. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. You guys are great. This has been so much fun. Yes. Thanks for coming on the pod. Of course. Anytime. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>